Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, thank you so much for joining me here for Morning Prayer on this Wednesday morning. I uh, hope your week has been going well so far. Uh, thank you for taking the time here to join me on this journey through the daily office, this Anglican, um, this really ancient Anglican going back hundreds of years, uh, this Anglican form of devotion and uh, uh, prayer, scripture reading. Um, I've I've really been enjoying going through this uh, myself. It's been giving me, I would say, it's giving me more focus in my prayer life. It's giving me, um, uh, I would say, just that that directive, just to make sure my mind isn't wandering off. Um, and of late, you know, my my wife, my daughter, and I have been. Uh, doing some of these together, and it's been uh, an awesome experience uh, for us to share this as a family. Um, but I hope that uh, as you're exploring this, uh, whether it's for the first time or if you've been here multiple times, I uh, hope that this is a good experience for you as well. So I'm reading the uh, morning prayer service this morning out of the uh, Book of Common Prayer. This one is published in, this edition is published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com um, if you want to follow the liturgy uh, that way. That page has the uh, Psalms and the readings and everything all on one page. Uh, if you'd like to Learn more about the prayer book or follow along another way. You can go to anglicanchurch.net um, to get to the prayer book. You would click on resources. Then on that page, click on Book of Common Prayer. And that page, you can um, you can view the entire prayer book as a PDF if you'd like. Or you can uh, click on links to uh, individual services, including morning prayer. So there's a couple of ways to follow along. Um, course, if you just like to listen and bray along as I'm going through the liturgy, um, that'd be fine too. So. so as we prepare for morning prayer here this morning, um, let's just take a moment just to quiet our hearts. Um, I don't know what you're all coming in with uh, this morning, uh, what uh, weights of the world you have on you, but let's just try to leave them aside here and just focus on Christ here this morning. Let's focus on the Lord. Okay, so thank you for that. Let's uh, get into morning prayer. This is, again, morning prayer for Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. In the church calendar, this is the um, Wednesday after the 23rd, Sunday after Pentecost. Uh, and we'll begin like we do every service with an opening sentence from Scripture. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence 
to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Venite together. Uh, it begins and ends with an antiphon, which is just a uh, line and a response. In, the, in both cases, the response is, O come, let us adore him. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him.
The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the eighth day of the month begin with Psalm 38. Rebuke me not, O Lord, in your anger, neither chasten me in your weighty displeasure. For your arrows stick fast in me, and your hand presses me hard. There is no health in my flesh because of your displeasure. Neither is there any rest in my bones by reason of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head, and are like a heavy burden, too much for me to bear. My wounds stink and fester by reason of my foolishness. I am brought into such great trouble and misery that I go about mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with burning, and there is no wholeness in my body. I am feeble and sorely smitten. I have roared because of the tumult of my heart. Lord, you know all my desire, and my groaning is not hidden from you. My heart is panting, my strength has failed me, and the sight of my eyes is gone from me. My friends and my neighbors turn away from my trouble, and my kinsmen stand afar off. Those also who seek after my life lay snares for me, and those who go about to do me evil talk of wickedness and imagine deceit all the day long. As for me, I am like the deaf who do not hear, and as one who is mute, who does not open his mouth. I have become like a man who hears not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in you, O Lord, have I put my trust. You shall answer for me, O Lord my God. I have said, Let not my enemies triumph over me. For when my foot slipped, they rejoiced greatly over me. Truly, I am about to fall, and my pain is ever with me. For I will confess my wickedness, and be sorry for my sin. But my enemies live and are mighty, and those who hate me wrongfully are many in number. Those also who repay evil for good are against me, because I follow that which is good. Forsake me not, O Lord my God. O be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord God of my salvation. And going on to Psalm 39. I said, I will take heed to my ways, that I may not offend with my tongue. I will keep my mouth as with a bridle, while the ungodly are in my sight. I held my tongue and spoke nothing. I kept silence, even from good words, but it was pain and grief to me. My heart was hot within me, and while I was thus pondering, the fire kindled. And at the last I spoke with my tongue. Lord, let me know my end and the number of my days, that I may learn how short my life is. Behold, you have made my days as a span in length, and my age is even as nothing before you, and truly every living, everyone living is but a breath. 
For every one walks about as a shadow, and disquiets himself in vain. He heaps up riches, and cannot tell who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what is my hope? Truly, my hope is in you. Deliver me from all my offenses, and make me not a taunt of the foolish. I became mute and opened not my mouth, for it was you that brought it to pass. Take your affliction from me. I am consumed by the blows of your heavy hand. When you, with rebukes, chasten someone for sin, you consume what is dear to him, like a moth eating a garment. Everyone, therefore, is but vanity. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and with your ears consider my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a stranger with you, and a sojourner as all my fathers were. O oh, turn your gaze from me, that I may again be glad, before I go away to be seen no more. Then going on to Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my call. He brought me out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay. He set my feet upon the rock and secured my footing. He has put a new song in my mouth, a song of thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see and fear, and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who has set his hope in the Lord, and has turned not to the proud, or to those who go about lying. O Lord my God, Great are the wondrous works which you have done, and also your thoughts toward us. There is none who can be compared with you. If I should declare them and speak of them, they would be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you have not required, and so I said, Behold, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, that I delight to do your will, O my God. Indeed, your law is within my heart. I have declared your righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I will not restrain my lips, O Lord, and that you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. My talk has been of your truth and of your salvation. I have not concealed your loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not your mercy from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles have encompassed me. My sins have taken such hold of me that I am not able to look up. Indeed, they are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart has utterly failed me. O Lord, let it be your pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded, who seek after my soul to destroy it. 
let them be driven backward and rebuked who wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame, who say to me, Aha! Aha! Let all those who seek you be joyful and glad in you, and let those who love your salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord cares for me. You are my helper and deliverer. Do not tarry, O my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the second book of Kings, beginning with the twenty-first chapter and the first verse. Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the despicable practices of the nations whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places that Hezekiah his father had destroyed, and he erected altars for Baal and made an Asherah, and Ahab, as Ahab king of Israel had done, and worshipped all the host of heaven and served them. And he built altars in the house of the Lord, in which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem will I put my name. And he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he burned his son as an offering, and used fortune-telling and omens, and dealt with mediums and with necromancers. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. And the carved image of Asherah that he had made he set in the house, of which the Lord said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will not cause the feet of Israel to wander any more out of the land that I gave to their fathers, if only they will be careful to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to the, all the law that my servant Moses commanded them. But they did not listen. And Manasseh led them astray to do more evil than the nations had done whom the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. And the Lord said by his servants, the prophets, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, has committed these abominations, and has done things more evil than all that the Amorites did, who went, who were before him, and has made Judah also to sin with his idols. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing upon Jerusalem and Judah such disaster, that the ears of everyone who hears of it will tingle. And I will stretch over Jerusalem the measuring line of Samaria, and the plumb line of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. And I will forsake the remnant of my heritage, and give them into the hand of their enemies, and they shall become a prey and a spoil to all their enemies, because they have done what is evil in my sight, and have provoked me to anger, since the days their fathers came out of Egypt, even to this day. 
Moreover, Manasseh shed very much innocent blood, till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another, besides the sin that he made Judah to sin, so that they did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh and all that he did, and the sin that he committed, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Manasseh slept with his fathers and was buried in the garden of his house, in the garden of Uzzah. And Amon his son reigned in his place. Amon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Meshulameth, the daughter of Haruz of Jotba. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done. He walked the way in which his father walked, and served the idols that his father served and worshipped them. He abandoned the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. And the servants of Ammon conspired against him and put the king to death in his house. But the people of the land struck down all those who had conspired against King Ammon. And the people of the land made Josiah his son king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And he was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Josiah his son reigned in his place. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Te Deum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson 
is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles, beginning with the twelfth chapter and the first verse. About that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword, and when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Now when Herod was about to bring him out, on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly! And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them of its own accord, and they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel left him. When Peter came to himself, he said, now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice, in her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, You are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so, and they kept saying, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now when day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord, and having persuaded Blastus the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace, because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man! Immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down, because he did not give God the glory, and he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. 
But the word of God increased and multiplied. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, 
and remove and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord, not to be anxious about earthly things, but to love things heavenly. And even now, as we live among things that are passing away, to hold fast to those that shall endure. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A collect for grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has brought us safely to the beginning of this day, defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor run into any danger, and that guided by your Spirit we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and all the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast at this point to offer up your own intercessions and prayers to the Lord in your own words. We'll be back here for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives. By giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, I will bring morning prayer to a close. Thank you again for joining me here. Um, I'm just going to keep it real short. I know it went a little bit long today. I'm just going to keep it short. Any comments, feedback, prayer requests can be sent to me on email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach me on X or Twitter at Common Prayer 419 
Uh, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Um, any good reviews you can give would be helpful in the algorithm seeing that uh, we have something to offer to people. So, uh, But just wanted to uh, encourage you to subscribe wherever you're listening to it. So we will be back here at 5 p.m. for evening prayer. Um, so be sure to set your calendars for that. It's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, but until then, I'll go ahead and sign off. Uh, again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time.